This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now it's 54 in Upper Marlboro, 51 in Centerville, and 53 in Washington, D.C. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning. I'm Luke Lukert. Coming up. A wrongful death lawsuit against a county jail following their loved one's death. I'm Dick Uliano. Police investigate a bomb threat against an Arlington synagogue on Friday night. Departure times to avoid if you're driving for Thanksgiving. I'm Nick Ainelli. Why you may see more police near work zones in Maryland. I'm Kate Ryan. At 11.15, we'll talk about the growing interest in getting news from TikTok. And we're just two hours away from kickoff with the Commanders and Giants. It's 11 o'clock. is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. Some of the hostages being held by Hamas could be released soon. Deputy National Security Advisor John Feiner on CBS's Face the Nation this morning. We're not going to lay out all the details in public. We're going to continue working this directly uh, and intensively behind the scenes uh, with the goal of getting as many of these people home, including the Americans uh, who are held hostage there, uh, as we can, as soon as we can. uh, Cutter's Prime Minister told reporters he's confident a deal will be made soon. Separately, Feiner said the administration expects Israel to to expand its combat operations into southern Gaza, where it has told people in northern Gaza to flee. In Gaza, dozens of people, including children, have been killed in Israeli attacks on two schools. CBS's Imtiaz Tayyab reports six weeks since Israel was brutally attacked by Hamas, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu continues to reject international calls for a ceasefire. We don't know how to be sad anymore, says Iyad Zaim, who lost eight members of his family. Scenes of utter horror continue to be seen everywhere across Gaza. While in Israel, thousands of Israelis have joined a march from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Many are furious at Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Bring them home now! They blame him for the security failures that led to their loved ones' abductions on October 7th and the fact so few have been released. Julia Tuma is with the UN's Relief Agency for Palestinians. Imagine a hospital where, where people should feel better and be healed and be treated, being called a death zone. And then again, this is another proof that all rules of war have been broken. 
in Gaza. In Los Angeles this morning, officials announced that a closed stretch of I-10 in downtown L.A. will be fully open tomorrow. Meanwhile, police are asking for the public's help identifying a man they believe is connected to last week's arson fire that forced the closure of the busy highway. More from CBS News Los Angeles reporter Nicole Comstock. Cal Fire is releasing a photo of the man who they say may have started the fire intentionally. While we do have photo uh, evidence of this individual, we have some other evidence uh, that links the person to the fire itself. We're still looking to figure out uh, exactly who the person is. Daniel Berlant is the state fire marshal. He says at this point, Cal Fire is calling this guy a person of interest. A failure for SpaceX yesterday. In its second attempt to launch its mega rocket, both the booster and the spacecraft exploded about eight minutes into the flight. I didn't realize how loud it would be, um, especially at the end when the, when the explosion happened. Audrey Burley had traveled from Florida to the launch site in Boca Chica, Texas. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. It's 11.03 on Sunday, November 19th. 50 degrees on a lovely sunny fall day with highs in the low 60s. Good morning, I'm Sandy Cosell with the top local stories we're following this hour. A Northern Virginia man who suffered from schizophrenia died last year after five months in a South Carolina jail. His family is now suing that county jail where they say the man was neglected and mistreated. Edward Thibodeau of Stafford County told News 4 body camera video from the jail tells the story of his brother's condition while being held in Bamberg County. It was clear that Alan wasn't right. It was clear that he needed help. It's clear he needed to be in a hospital. Alan Thibodeau was arrested February 2022, found sleeping in a stranger's home. News 4 says his family had reported him missing and he left home without medications. They were notified five months later he was rushed to the hospital. He died within days. His last emotion was probably love, seeing all of us there, rather than being inside the, the jail, being treated the way he was. The lawsuit alleges wrongful death and gross negligence. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Tense moments at an Arlington synagogue on Friday night, just as a family-oriented worship service was scheduled to begin. Police were called to the congregation at Haim a little before 5.30 Friday evening. After getting reports of a bomb threat, officers found no evidence of a bomb or any other crime after searching the House of Worship on Arlington Boulevard. Investigators believe the suspect called a crisis hotline before phoning in the threat. This comes amid rising anti-Semitism and Islamophobic rhetoric as the Israel-Hamas war continues. Some Muslims and Jewish Americans say they've been changing how they express their faith out of fear of hate crimes. On Friday, several major companies pulled advertising from X after that site's owner, Elon Musk, endorsed an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. Help is available to Loudoun County residents who are struggling to pay rent and are facing eviction. Applications for emergency eviction assistance open tomorrow at noon. Residents can apply online through the nonprofit Loudoun Cares. The program is for Loudoun County residents whose finances were negatively impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. They must have a valid lease agreement, earn less than 80% of the area median income, and have received an eviction notice. The county's earmarked $500,000 from the American Rescue Plan for rent assistance and eviction-related costs. The application window is open until this January 31st or whenever the funds run out. 
About 50 million people nationwide are expected to drive somewhere for Thanksgiving. With traffic so heavy, some will be timing their trips to get around the worst of the gridlock. Generally, it's a stressful time to be on the roads. Even though it is stressful and very busy, drivers can make certain decisions that can make it less painful. WTOP traffic reporter Dave Dildine. The best time to leave is the most inconvenient time to leave. And that would be late at night, early in the morning, if you could power through with a couple of energy drinks or coffees. AAA is out with projections showing that the worst time, the most congested time to leave, will be next week, Wednesday afternoon, between 2 and 6 o'clock. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. There have been more than 1,000 crashes in or near work zones on Maryland's roadway. A state work group issued recommendations on changes drivers could see and feel. Chrissy Neiser heads Maryland's Motor Vehicle Administration and recalls a time when courtesy ruled the roadways. Unfortunately, we don't see that anymore. We see more aggression. We see more speed. We see that dangerous behavior. Behavior that's helped lead to lethal crashes in roadway work zones. Maryland Governor Wes Moore announced plans to attack the issue. We are going to coordinate with local law enforcement to boost additional officer enforcement presence in work zones. And a panel working on safety in Maryland work zones issued recommendations including boosting fines for violations in and around work zones, increasing the use of speed cameras, and launching a public education campaign. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A 47-year-old Frederick County man is accused of assaulting his 13-year-old son. It allegedly happened in the 200 block of North Seton Avenue in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Joseph Anthony Ritz, who is a former town commissioner, is facing charges of first and second degree assault after reports say marks were seen on his son. Coming up after traffic and weather in money news, inflation has supercharged the review business. It's 11.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. And weather on the 8th to Steve Dressner in the WTOP Traffic Center. And good morning, Sandy. Starting off in the district, we're dealing with a crash really slowing things down on the northbound side at DC 295, right up near Pennsylvania Avenue. At last report, it's only a single right lane getting you by. Very slow northbound I 295 ramp to go to the inbound 11th Street Bridge. And we're also backed up with residual delays. Southbound DC 295, you'll see plenty of brake lights from boroughs all the way down to the incident. 395 freeway actually a decent shape in Maryland. Folks heading to FedEx Field for the sold-out Commanders-Giants game. They'll kick it off at 1 o'clock. Yes, we are seeing delays both directions to the Capitol Beltway, roughly between Route 1 and College Park, all the way down to 214. Noticing uh, 214 traffic getting a bit heavy. Uh, folks um, uh, going in that way towards Garrett Morgan Boulevard, also Arena Drive. Uh, the usual uh, heavier delays coming off the Capitol Beltway again as folks head to the game. We're still dealing with a crash in Virginia, eastbound 60. Six ramp to go. The outer loop very slow. One spun out on the right side. They're still waiting for a tow. But on the southbound side of 95, not much of a change after the Princeway and Parkway earlier truck crash still has single right lane getting you by. Northbounders, we have the express lane still closed from Stafford to the Princeway and Parkway. And we're jammed up, as you can imagine, on the northbound side of 95, basically from Aquire Harbor to the Occoquan, extensive delays. Why are America's freight railroads safe and getting safer? By using cutting-edge technology to detect and address issues before they become accidents. You can learn more at aar.org.
Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. Sunshine and temperatures around 60 for your Sunday. Temperatures falling into the 40s after 7 o'clock. Early morning lows, freezes, and some frost out there. So I'm expecting low 30s to upper 30s around the Beltway and outside of the Beltway. Tomorrow it's partly to mostly cloudy with a high of 51. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies with a low of 40 degrees. Tuesday we're tracking rain and wind. There will be holiday travel impacts, but Wednesday conditions will start to improve. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 51 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's 1110. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Andrew O'Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The industry of online reviews is having something of a heyday. 14% growth in the third quarter for services, 20%. David Schwartzbach, Chief Financial Officer of Yelp, talking about his company, but also saying change is afoot in the whole business. What we found actually is that consumers are doing even more research than ever before making those purchase decisions. The reason for that? Makes sense. Against a backdrop of high inflation, people can't go out as often. They can't do as many home projects. So they really want to make sure they're making a good decision. Schwarzbach says that means not only more people, but more motivated people. Folks who are coming to Yelp, they're high intent. They're actually ready to purchase. Although the numbers of people searching for stars and comments are rising across most demographics, many of those doing the most research are people already accustomed to doing a lot of research in school. The majority of folks have gone to college, they have advanced degrees, and so they want to do that research before they make that purchase decision. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Coming up, online website where a lot of younger adults are getting their news these days. It's 11:11. Here's a highlight from Bob Venero the president and CEO of FutureTech Enterprise on the Industry Exchange Cloud, sponsored by FutureTech Enterprise. Speed of delivery is a key component, and having modern systems will allow for that. AI is going to play a tremendous role, so that's a whole new category that the world is trying to adopt within their environment and making sure that the proper guardrails are there. Watch the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Industry Exchange Cloud. Future Tech has a different take on cloud compared to a lot of other companies. We know cloud for federal system integrators is risky because when data is not on premises, security becomes the number one concern. To help government data stay secure and protected, Future Tech helps FSIs and organizations identify the best use cases in their environment to navigate a hybrid approach to the on-prem versus cloud data center question. Let us help you build your hybrid environment safely and securely. Learn more at FTEI.com. An orthopedic surgeon makes understanding pain painless. It's the biggest frustration that patients have. This is Dr. Pamela Mehta talking about aches with unexpected origins. I see patients with pain in their knees, their hips, their back. Oftentimes, the pain is actually coming from their feet. Bet they aren't expecting to hear that. Those patients are super surprised. They can't believe that the pain in their knee isn't coming from actually inside the knee. But if you think about it, the feet are the base to your whole body. That's why she suggests personally fit arch supports. Emphasis on the personal fit. If you get something basing it just on your shoe size, it isn't going to fit you properly. And if it doesn't fit well, it probably won't work well. 
Go get our supports fitted to you. It's as easy as going into a Good Feet store. The Good Feet store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you at the Good Feet store. Coming up, it's a football Sunday in Landover. It's 1113. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, savvy, staying ahead of the market at every turn, finding ways to do more with less, and taking advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. That's why Comcast Business is introducing the Small Business Bonus. For a limited time, you can get up to a $1,000 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle when you switch to Comcast Business, the company with the largest, fastest, reliable network. Yep, you heard that right. 1000 back. Something extra for your company. From the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call or go online to learn about the $1,000 bonus today. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Ends 12-5-2023. New customers with gigabit extra internet, security edge, one voice mobility line, and connection pro or Wi-Fi pro with two-year agreement. Other restrictions apply. Call or go online for details. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 11.15. I'm Sandy Kozell. Thanks for being with us. Where do you get your daily news? Well, obviously, WTOP is one place or you wouldn't be listening right now. But a new survey from the Pew Research Center shows more people are turning to TikTok. Almost a third of adults between the ages of 18 and 29 rely on the video sharing platform for their news. Our Dimitri Sotis talked about what TikTok is offering with Axios writer Eleanor Hawkins. It has certainly evolved over time. And in fact, since 2020, more than double the amount of people are flocking to the platform to get their news. So we've seen a major increase in the amount of people that are going to news. And, you know, if you zoom out, roughly half of Americans say they get their news from some sort of social media platform. And TikTok is certainly on the rise, specifically, as you said, for those younger age groups. But I will point out all age demographics, 18 to 29, all the way up to 65 plus, are increasingly using the app for news gathering. Were we able to learn whether a legitimate news outlet such as Axios, such as WTOP or NBC, which all you know have a presence there, is that the news people are consuming or is it maybe somebody with an opinion, somebody who's not, shall we say, a professional journalist who's actually putting out so-called news on there? It's a combination. You're seeing a lot of brands, a lot of news organizations flock to the platform, but you're also seeing a lot of user-generated content kind of man on the ground reporting. And so that is one of the top concerns. Is the news that people are flocking to credible? Does it follow the same journalistic ethics as traditional media does? And I think that that is a legitimate concern and one that we will see play out over time. I appreciate you saying that. And I quickly wanted to add that there is great value in citizen journalists. I didn't mean to paint everything with a broad brush, but especially because it's not just on TikTok. Each of these outlets, X, especially formerly Twitter, so much disinformation and misinformation. Any advice on navigating all that? I would say to always check the source. One interesting fact that I have learned in my research and reporting is that younger generations treat the comments in the same way that maybe you and I would treat footnotes. So that's really where they go to find the source, to trace the truth. And so we're also seeing a lot of brands, a lot of news organizations show up in the comments and provide a link, provide secondary sources. So there is still a way to trace the narrative and trace the fact, but you just have to get a little bit more creative there. And as you pointed out, it's not just across TikTok, it's across 
Instagram. We're also seeing platforms like LinkedIn and Twitch and Nextdoor gain traction for news sources. So people are definitely embracing social media and embracing digital platforms to find news. That's Eleanor Hawkins, communication strategist and writer at Axios. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Health workers evacuate 31 very sick babies from Gaza's largest hospital. Today is Red Shawl Day, which honors missing and murdered indigenous people. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Steve Dresner is in the WTOP Traffic Center. In the district, looks like things are slowly easing on the northbound side at DC 295. As you approach Pennsylvania Avenue, they're in the clearing stages of a multi-vehicle crash. Last report, single right lane does get you by. We're seeing delays, though, on northbound I-295 approaching the inbound lanes to the 11th Street Bridge. And outbound 11th Street Bridge also jammed up uh, as you head to the lanes to go to northbound DC 295. Again, things are slowly easing as the crash scene uh, remains in the clearing process. 395 freeway currently traveling incident free and over in Maryland folks heading to FedEx Field and the sold out Commanders Giants game they'll kick it off at 1 o'clock. Yes, we're seeing increased volume along the Beltway in both directions between the BW Parkway and 214. 214 uh, carrying um, more volume now as you can expect along with Arena Drive, Garrett Morgan Boulevard Bright Seat Road and heading into Virginia eastbound 66 ramp to go the outer loop at last report. The crash Contained to the right side, just causing minor delays. Staying in Virginia, southbound 95 remains jam-packed after the Prince William Parkway. Earlier truck crash still has a single right lane getting it by. Northbound express lanes do remain closed from uh, currently the area of Stafford up to the Prince William Parkway, and that is causing all sorts of headaches over on the northbound main line. We're seeing delays easily from Triangle all the way up to the Occoquan. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now let's turn to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. And Jordan, what a nice day for a football game or whatever you might want to do outside. Oh, yeah. The Commanders and the Giants could not have asked for better weather, I think, for uh, at least middle of November standards. We're actually a little above the average this afternoon with highs in the low 60s. And the sunshine, light winds, picture perfect out there. This will be the best day probably until Thanksgiving Day. That's eventually when we'll have some more sunshine and cooler temperatures. But before that, tomorrow it's increasing clouds. Tuesday, Wednesday, that's when we're dealing with rain and some wind. Wednesday's trending dry, but it will stay windy, so I do expect travel impacts both days, especially on Tuesday, with at least a good soaking rain moving into the region. That will help out the drought conditions and the wildfire threat. For the weekend, or at least next weekend, trending cooler, potentially highs only in the 40s with some cloud covers. We'll have to see what the data says for next weekend over the next several days. But again, as of now, uh, Thanksgiving still trending dry, but it will be cooler with highs in the low 50s. Currently 53, low 50s out there right now in Sterling, 54 now in Gaithersburg, Alexandria at 52, and Clinton, Maryland, 53 degrees. Okay, thank you, Jordan. The forecast brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a deadly shooting at a hotel in Falls Church. It's 1121. I was running until I wasn't. My hospital stay would have cost nearly $48,000, even with insurance. But with VA, I'll pay zero. And VA is the best, most affordable health care in America for veterans like me. Knowing that my family is waiting at home and a surprise medical bill isn't, 
That's good for my heart. My service was then. My benefits are now. Get what you earned. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for this hyper amount of benefits mentioned here. Looking for what's new? Supercharge your driving experience with Buyer Volvo Cars. Is your current car not conducting itself well? Well, stop tasing it. Our electrifying lineup will make sure you're never left in a lurch or low on hertz. Why go on a terminal trip when Volvo's dynamic electric options can amplify your journey? It's not just a phase, and we're leading the charge. Own your way to Buyer Volvo. With us, every trip is a positively charged adventure. You won't resist our electrifying deals. They're more than shocking. Still alternating? Let's illuminate things. Buyer's deals are so magnetic, they'll attract even the most polarized of car enthusiasts. From our battery of options to our sparking services, we've got the amps to energize your capacitors. Join the current trend. At Buyer Volvo, we're wired differently. Why settle for static when you can be electric? Buyer Volvo cars charging the way to a brighter drive with outlets in Dulles, Falls Church, Winchester, and BuyerVolvoCars.com. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. This is WTOP News. At 11.23, Fairfax County Police are investigating an early morning shooting in Falls Church, in which a man was shot and killed at a hotel. Police were called just after midnight for reports of gunfire at Falls Church Marriott Fairview Park. They found a man with gunshot wounds who died after being taken to a hospital. Police say they did detain two people in a room connected to the shooting. And staying in Fairfax County, authorities say a man died in a single car crash at Backlick Road and Old Keenmel Road in Springfield. At around 3 this morning, the man died at the scene. Crash investigators believe speed was a factor. Lots of holiday shoppers expected to hit high gear come Black Friday, but the day after Thanksgiving is no longer expected to be the biggest shopping day of the year. Cyber Monday is poised to take the crown this season, and Ted Rossman with Bankrate says Friday through Monday will still be huge. Eight in ten holiday shoppers are going to shop at least one of these three days. Cyber Monday came in number one at 66%, and then next was Small Business Saturday at 61 and then Black Friday at 56%. Rossman says deals started early this year. I think we're already seeing a shift away from Thanksgiving weekend as a singular shopping event. It's not the kickoff that it once was. I feel like the kickoff this year was early October. Happy shopping. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Red Shawl Day is today, named in honor of murdered and missing indigenous people. November 19th is Red Shawl Day. Happening during Native American Heritage Month, Red Shawl Day is aimed to raise awareness about the violence indigenous people, especially women and children face. According to the Department of Justice, indigenous women are missing and murdered at a rate of more than 10 times the national average. The National Park Service each year stands in solidarity with this effort by their staff wearing red shawls as well and encourages people to do the same. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. It's 1125. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Brian Albin. 
And Sandy, it's game day in Landover as undrafted third-string quarterback Tommy DeVito and the 2-8 and eight New York Giants roll into town to take on the Commanders. For a struggling Commanders defense, it's the perfect spot to build confidence ahead of a Thanksgiving trip to Dallas. And we've already heard from WTOP's Rob Woodfork and Dave Preston this morning predicting a Commanders victory. So what does WTOP Sports Director George Wallace think? So I think Washington does take care of business. I'm just worried that it's not going to be a crisp 60 minutes of football. Oh, it's I, not going to be no. a crisp They're, and, I, and they'll I, do, I would be more surprised if it was. I agree. And they'll do enough to win. They'll, I, I'm gonna, I'll say, I'm going to say 24-13. Kickoff from FedEx Field just about an hour and a half away. On the ice last night, Alex Ovechkin scored his 827th career goal. The Caps won their fourth straight game, 